Welcome to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SiliconGanews.com podcast where we go behind the headlines of all the stories that we tell and report here at SiliconGanews.com. I'm your host, Hannah Hammonds. You can watch our video podcast weekly on the SiliconGanews.com, Mix 106.5, and Kix 100.3 Facebook pages. Listen on air and find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. In just a little bit, we're going to be joined by Mr. Glenn Sisk, CEO of Coosa Valley Medical Center. But first, we're going to have a recap of this week's news right after this break. Stay with us. This is Behind the Headlines. Ever feel like you're missing from your own life just because you always have to run off to the bathroom? Those days are over. Be the star of your own life again. To learn more about Mcella treatments and how they can help you, visit ChildersburgClinic.com. People tell our tellers, lenders, and representatives they see us at events happening in your community all the time. There's a reason for that. With more than 450 volunteer hours every year, our team is dedicated to knowing you and what matters most. Heritage South Credit Union is your community credit union. Find out why more and more people are becoming members at myhscu.com. Heritage South Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, an equal housing lender. Welcome back to Behind the Headlines. I'm your host, Hannah Hammonds. Let's get into this week's news. As part of Alabama's emergency notification law, residents in the state of Alabama can now add emergency contact information to their driver's license record. Officers can search the information provided in the statewide system in the event of an accident. Information can be added on the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency's website under the emergency contact tab. The B.B. Comer Memorial Library is kicking off summer break with a scavenger hunt in downtown Sylacauga during the entire month of June. Individuals interested in participating should pick up a form from the library. That does it for this week's news. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Mr. Glenn Sisk, CEO of Coosa Valley Medical Center. Stay with us. This is Behind the Headlines. Ever feel like you're missing from your own life just because you always have to run off to the bathroom? Those days are over. Be the star of your own life again with BTL Mcella. To learn more about Mcella treatments and how they can help you, visit ChildersburgClinic.com. People tell our tellers, lenders, and representatives they see us at events happening in your community all the time. There's a reason for that. With more than 450 volunteer hours every year, our team is dedicated to knowing you and what matters most. Heritage South Credit Union is your community credit union. Find out why more and more people are becoming members at myhscu.com. Heritage South Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, an equal housing lender.
Welcome back to Behind the Headlines. As I mentioned earlier, we are joined today by Mr. Glenn Sis, CEO of Coosa Valley Medical Center. Mr. Sisk, thank you so much for joining me today. Great to be here with you, Hannah. Thank you. So for our watchers and listeners who may not know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Sure, I'm happy to do that. I, um, uh, I've been in hospitals all my life professionally, and that dates back to uh, many years earlier than I'd even like to talk about with the group today. But I, uh, my parents urged me to uh, go to then the Baptist Montclair Hospital in Birmingham as a 16-year-old, and I was really more interested in sports and athletics and having fun than going to work. But my very first job at a hospital was on the weekends. I worked on Saturdays and Sundays, and I pushed patients around. I was a patient escort and then began to move uh, through my career in high school, uh, in undergraduate school and graduate school, and ultimately decided that uh, being on the clinical side of hospitals was not really uh, my sweet spot, but I did really enjoy the business side of healthcare while not losing the clinical uh, elements and the compassion that, that our clinical team brings. Uh, but I've, I've, I've really enjoyed it, uh, did my studies at, at UAB. I'm a huge Auburn fan, uh, but they didn't have a program at the time. Uh, so uh, undergraduate studies at UAB and then did my graduate studies um, uh, at the University of St. Francis outside of Chicago. So uh, thrilled to be here, entering my 21st year now at Coosa Valley Medical Center and uh, have, have had uh, some challenging times obviously through the years, but really uh, surrounded by a fantastic group of people, uh, great caregivers at the bedside, a fantastic medical staff and board of directors. So I consider it a privilege to come to work here every day. So you talked about how you're on the business side, but you were in patient care at one point. Do you still step into the patient care role sometimes if need be? Well, what a great question. Actually on my resume or CV today, the very first thing I have on there was that first job uh, pushing patients around. And from time to time, we're forced to do things that wouldn't routinely be a part of our day. Uh, most um, prominently is when the weather gets a little bit shaky uh, here in Alabama, especially in the wintertime if we have snow and ice and it makes it difficult for our caregivers to, uh, to be able to make it in, who really do a fantastic job making that happen. But uh, we've been known to serve food in the Hickory Street Cafe. We've been known to uh, clean some bathrooms and patient rooms and that sort of thing from time to time. Uh, but certainly we're prepared to do whatever we have to do to meet people at their point of need. Being a child of two people in healthcare, one being in an executive position, I certainly know all about the the things you guys have to go through, even those that you know may not be your everyday job. Now, this past year has certainly been challenging with mm. COVID-19. How has CVMC stood ready, open, and safe for its patients and its staff? Well, what a great question. And uh, I don't know how much time we have specifically, but this could be a really long answer, as you might imagine. Um, you know, there are some things in life, uh, and I think uh, your viewers to the show today or the podcast today will be able to, uh, to, to understand what I'm about to say. There are points in time where you remember exactly where you were when you learned something in life that potentially would change your life forever. And I, I do recall watching the news, watching social media and the impact that the pandemic was beginning to have across the world, and it really wasn't close to home. You know, we, uh, we, it, it just didn't seem like it was real. Tornadoes and hurricanes and bad things seem to happen in other parts of the world, never in our world. Uh, and, it, and, and I wondered really if the pandemic would ever come to Alabama, to Sylacauga, Alabama specifically. And I remember in mid-March of last year, um, uh, sitting in my office one day and realizing 
it has arrived. And I'll tell you, a lot of questions uh, at that point in time. There were, there were so many things that even the experts in COVID-19 uh, and the coronavirus didn't know and understand that we didn't frankly know and understand. But what we committed to was pretty simple, and that is we recognize that the risk is here. We recognize that potentially people will be showing up in our emergency department uh, with the exposure to uh, uh, COVID-19. And we just want to make sure that we have the resources necessary for our staff, medications, equipment, et cetera, to be able to treat people. Uh, and so we've, we've done that all along. I'll tell you, there were some pretty dark days when you'd walk through the hospital and literally you wouldn't see a person and you just can't really fathom that happening in a, in a busy place like CVMC. But I think people initially were a little frightened to be at the hospital. One thing I will say is our environmental services team, our clinical team did a fantastic job. And I dare say that in the 75 year history of CVMC, it's never been cleaner. It's the cleanest place in Sylacauga. And, uh, and we worked very hard to ensure that was the case. We're beginning to see now our emergency department volume, which had really, really gone uh, down, beginning to come back. I think people are feeling more confident around the hospital, but I would emphasize that it's a clean place and, uh, and it's a place that we're prepared to uh, provide care. We know a lot more than we did in March of last year. Uh, we've now given uh, right at 16,000 vaccines at CVMC, which we're very, very proud of. Most of those have been local people We've had a lot of people come from Birmingham. I think our, uh, our, our longest trip thus far was a gentleman from Houston, Texas, oh, wow. uh, who came to CVMC to get his vaccine, both rounds, I might add. Um, so we're really proud of what that team has done to ensure that as many people in the community that wanted to be vaccinated could be. I know yesterday when I looked, the number for Talladega County itself was 41,000 vaccines being administered. That speaks volumes for what CVMC is doing, being able to administer that many vaccines just in our community and to people who are outside of our community because that's bringing people in, which is something that we certainly love because not only are we able to help people, we're also bringing traffic to our downtown district right. as well. Right, that's an outstanding observation. And while we're on the other side of the acute issues, I think it's pretty obvious that it's not over. There's still a risk out there. I'm a big sports fan, and if uh, if the sport, your viewers today are sports fan and watch the golf tournament on uh, Saturday of this week, the guy who was leading, a guy named John Rahm, uh, had an eight-shot lead, walks off of the green, and the PGA officials meet him. Young, healthy, world-class athlete, and he tested positive for COVID. So. I urge people, if they've not gotten the vaccine, please, please consider doing that. Um, Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, uh, southern states have, have lagged behind the balance of the country. Uh, and as you know, based on the numbers, that's about 50% of our county that has been vaccinated. If you think about us having 82 or 83,000 countywide. So I would encourage those 50% or so that have not been vaccinated to really consider it. Uh, we've had very, very little uh, untoward outcomes, uh, some fevers and chills, low-grade fevers and chills and that sort of thing, headaches here and there. But for the most part, people have done very, very well. For those who may have like a negative outlook on the vaccine, what is your message to them? Well, uh, I said to a number of people in the midst of, of this, um, there's a devil that we know called COVID who is unconscious, um, 
really has no boundaries. You never know what the effects of COVID will be if testing positively. That's the devil we know. And the devil in many cases we don't know became the vaccine. So my guidance was this, I'm gonna fight the devil I know. COVID can do bad things to people. And unfortunately, many people locally um, had some really rough days with the, with the disease. And we lost lives, unfortunately, in our communities, people that we loved and uh, families and friends. Uh, the good news about the vaccine, within 10 days of the first round, we have Pfizer here at CVMC. You're about 50% protected. And within 10 days of the second round of the vaccine, you're 95% protected from the virus. So I really do encourage, and again, we have the benefit of experience now, and we understand that there have been really, really very little to, to no untoward outcomes here. So we encourage people to, to get in touch with us. We're doing clinics on Wednesdays. Don't have to have a ticket anymore, no reservations, appointment necessary. Uh, can come in the main lobby of the hospital between 8.30 and two or so, and we'll get you taken care of. Things have certainly changed over the past year and over the past couple of months, because I know when we first started rolling out vaccines, you had to have a ticket. It was a long waiting you know, time frame, and it was only available to a, a small amount of people, but now right. we're 12 and up can get the right. vaccine. So that's essentially a lot of our population. It is, yeah, and you're exactly right. Early on, uh, we would uh, go out on Mondays and Tuesday mornings and there would be lines wrapped around the parking lot and uh, give out about 500 tickets in 30 minutes. And unfortunately, there would still be people waiting, which frustrated us. I know it frustrated them, but we were really at the mercy of the public health department in terms of how much vaccine was available to us. But now we have an ample supply. Uh, we've worked very hard not to waste vaccine. Uh, everybody has at some point in time. Uh, but our, our clinical team literally has gone around town uh, through drive-through restaurants and local, uh, local restaurants asking people with what's left over for that day. Uh, and I applaud their efforts there. But if anybody's interested, there's no reason they can't get the vaccine now. Absolutely. Now, the hospital essentially, I don't want to say shut down, but it was very limited in its operation and in terms of allowing visitors in. How has the hospital kind of reopened and what are you guys starting to offer? Yeah, uh, a lot of that was mandated at the state level. Dr. Scott Harris, who I give great credit to uh, as the, the, uh, the director of the Alabama Department of Public Health, a physician very well trained, uh, and, and Governor Ivey, I, they worked together. I thought they did a really nice job. That was one of the most difficult things that we had to deal with throughout the pandemic. And that is, if you think about bringing a parent, a child, a spouse, a sibling to the hospital, and the physician says they need to be hospitalized, and all of a sudden, all you can do is go back to your car and go home and not spend time with that loved one. Really, really tough time. Um, that has been, uh, th those requirements uh, or mandates have been loosened now. We do have the ability to have a couple of visitors at the hospital. Of course, you and I don't have masks on today, and if you go to a local establishment here to, to buy uh, something fun today, in most cases, you don't have to have a mask on. You do still have to have a mask on in hospitals. Uh, that is mandated by the state and the part Department of Public Health. I still think that's the right thing for us to do in, in hospitals and doctor's offices. So you, we can have now a couple of visitors uh, with patients who are in, in the hospital uh, when they come for outpatient testing and that sort of thing, friends and family can come with them. But we're 100% open um, for all things clinical that people may, may have. Our uh, 
Hickory Street Cafe continues to be wide open for business. Our fitness and wellness center, our gym is, is open, uh, all of our physician offices. So we welcome people to the, to the, the campus anytime. We are joined today by Mr. Glenn Sis, CEO of Coosa Valley Medical Center. Now, I remember seeing a post on you guys' Facebook page just a couple weeks ago about the Pink Lady program being resumed, and I know a lot of people were very excited about that. Can you talk a little bit about that and what we can expect from this program? Sure. Well, let, let me make sure I get you and I out of trouble. It's Pink Ladies and Red Coats. We have ladies and gentlemen who are part of the hospital auxiliary. And as I mentioned a moment ago, some of the tough decisions that had to be made at the state level and at the local level, we had to make a difficult decision to say to our auxiliary members, you're very important to us, but you gotta go home at this stage of the game. Predominantly an older population, not always the case, and there's no age requirements, but generally we have retirees who make decisions to become a part of the auxiliary. And to go for a year plus and never see a pink coat or a red coat walking through the hospital was really, really difficult for us. They give of their time. They don't pick up a paycheck like everybody else at CVMC. They give of resources that they raise through the gift shop, which we're looking forward to getting back open very soon. They have jewelry sales and book sales and that sort of thing. And every penny that they earn through those activities goes back into CVMC such that we can reinvest in our team members, reinvest in capital equipment to provide care for our patients. So they're back now. I visited with about five of them this morning in the lobby and they're very excited to be there and we're thrilled to have them back. I know anytime I have to come to the hospital for any given reason, I always look for the pink or red coat when I walk through the front doors. Now, Coosa Valley Medical Center is, is entering a very exciting time. You guys have a lot of new services that you will be offering in the coming months, maybe coming years. Can you talk a little bit about those? Sure. Uh, one of the things that's happened recently, we've had our hospice team in place for a long time. Unfortunately, a lot of people in the community may not have known that we had a hospice agency unless they actually experienced that with their, their family. They were sort of tucked away in the old ICU, an older part of the hospital. But recently we had a grand opening that you guys were a part of uh, at, uh, uh, at their new office, which is where Dr. Wade Blackstone's uh, office used to be, adjacent to Dr. Pasha's urology practice. We're very excited to have them there. So now when you drive by, you see them and can go and, and pay visits. Um, uh, within the last uh, year or so, we opened a wound care center on the campus of CVMC, which we're really, really excited about. They're doing some great, great work there. Uh, you don't hear uh, a lot of news about wound care, um, but there are some really uh, unfortunate outcomes, especially with extremities and that sort of thing. And that team, uh, under the direction of Dr. Matthew Diamond, who is a general surgeon, and Quincy Leach, who is our nurse practitioner there, uh, and that support team has really, really had some great success stories. We're thrilled with the success rate of the wound care healing uh, percentage. Uh, so that's very exciting. We've got uh, pain, a pain program back in place, pain blocks, um, where people no longer have to go uh, to Birmingham uh, for that. We're continuing to recruit physicians, being uh, very aggressive in that regard. We have an internal medicine physician, Dr. Hillary Ragsdale. She's um, a chief resident at UAB now, and she'll begin her practice in Sylacauga in October of this year. Uh, just got off the phone last night with a, a new urologist. Uh, Dr. Pasha, as I mentioned, has been in the community 40 plus years, and we appreciate his service. He's beginning to slow down. 
Uh, and we've really been looking for about three years now to find a, a, a urologist that would initially complement his practice and ultimately take over the reins. Um, and we have that commitment now. We're very excited about Dr. Sam, who will be joining us hopefully by August 1. Uh, so be watching uh, our social media and, and uh, listening through Radio Alabama and that sort of thing uh, for announcements about his practice beginning to get started. We're very excited about those two new physicians. Hey, I'm very excited to see what the future holds for Coosa Valley Medical Center. And finally, what is your most rewarding experience being at Coosa Valley Medical Center? Wow, uh, you've had some great questions, Anna. That may be the best one yet. Um, it, let, let me answer that question this way. Um, I, I think there are three uh, compelling reasons why we do what we do at CVMC. And the first of those is the patient experience. Um, we wake up every morning uh, with the privilege to meet people at their point of need, whatever that may be. It may be a runny nose or it may be a life-threatening heart attack and our team does a fantastic job with that. So we understand that patients have choices. They can go down 280, they can go up 21 to Talladega, they can go up 280 to Birmingham, which is predominantly where people migrate outward to. We want their experience clinically to be outstanding. Unfortunately, those outcomes aren't always great. It's just the way life uh, leads us at times, but our team does a fantastic job being prepared to do all those things clinically. Uh, beyond it being a great clinical experience with good outcomes, we want the experience interpersonally uh, to be as good, and that is we wanna make great eye contact with you, we wanna communicate with you, we wanna respond quickly when you have needs. So the patient experience, number one, is very important to us. We want to have great relationships with our medical staff. As I mentioned a moment ago, I'm a big sports fan, and when I watch the Atlanta Braves tonight, uh, the franchise of the Atlanta Braves are those nine baseball players out on the field. They're not the people in the front office. Uh, the franchise of CVMC really is our medical staff, our physicians who provide care, provide medical oversight, refer all of the patients to CVMC. And that doesn't mean we always agree on things, but it does mean that we have uh, aligned incentives to do everything we can to take care of people who make a choice to be a part of CVMC. And really the third, the, the third leg on that stool, I'll say, uh, is uh, our team members. We want to uh, make sure that when people come to work at CVMC, they leave that day realizing they've made a difference regardless of what their job title is and what their responsibility is. Uh, there are people who work at CVMC today that if 10 of them didn't show up tomorrow and they think their job's insignificant, We'll wait until the next day when they, they weren't there the day prior. So our team members are very important to us. We want to make sure the patient experience always remains our highest priority. Work very closely with our physicians to ensure that we're providing outstanding care under their direction and that our team, CVMC team members, not only are fulfilled by the work that they do, but they're very proud to wear that badge every day. Well, we certainly have a great group of nurses that work at Coosa Valley Medical Center, and we certainly love our hometown hospital. Thank you so much again for joining me today. We're gonna to take a quick break and when we come back, we're gonna be wrapping things up with Mr. Sisk. Stay with us, this is Behind the Headlines. Doing some home remodeling or backyard projects? A home equity line of credit from Heritage South Credit Union can help you get that project done in no time with a low application fee, low rates, and convenient access. Call 256-245-4776 today to speak to an expert about Heritage South Credit Union's home equity line of credit. Heritage South Credit Union, your community credit union. 
NMLS number 712492, Equal Housing Lender, federally insured by NCUA. My name's Leslie, I'm 24, I'm a medical assistant. Growing up in Southern California, um, one of the things that I enjoyed doing is hanging out by the beach. So being in a bikini was, you know, tough at times because I wasn't so comfortable wearing a bikini. One of my main trouble areas is my thighs. So I'd wear cover-ups to, you know, cover up my big thighs. Um, one of the things I was considering was lipo, um, but you know, working full time, finding the downtime to do that was very hard. So that was one of the reasons why I took Vanquish into consideration. It's uh, no downtime. I basically would go in and do the procedure during my lunch. Uh, I'd be out in like 45 minutes, um, back to my regular daily activities. So it's something very easy to do with no downtime. One of the things that I really liked and I wasn't expecting to change was actually the appearance in my cellulite. I felt like that got a little bit better also. My last procedure was about four months ago. No fat returned. I am really satisfied with my results and highly recommend it to everyone. My bikini, you know, I'm so much more comfortable now at the beach, heading out and just not having to wear a cover up. It's awesome. It's a great feeling. To learn more about Vanquish Me treatments and how they can help you, visit ChildersburgClinic.com. Welcome back to Behind the Headlines. Mr. Sisk, thank you so much again for joining me today. Where can our watchers and listeners find more information about Coosa Valley Medical Center? Well, a lot of that depends on who those watchers are, uh, right, uh, with their age and that sort of thing. Obviously, we have a great relationship with Radio Alabama. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't thank you all for the work that you do to communicate not only very effectively, but very timely in our geographic footprint. So they can listen on your radio subsidiaries and that sort of thing. Uh, obviously, we have a, a strong presence within the daily home um, uh, and, and Silicaga today. And those are very important relationships to us. And obviously, social media now, when you think about Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, which we've really worked very, very hard with our marketing team to have a stronger presence there. So uh, there are a lot of opportunities. Uh, we, we do some, some local television advertising as well, uh, but uh, feel free to call the hospital at any time, 256-401-4000, uh, and, and our folks there at the switchboard can get people uh, associated with and connected with the right people. Hey, well, thank you so much again for joining me today. Hey, and thank you for watching and listening to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SilicagaNews.com podcast where we go behind the headlines of all the stories that we tell and report here at SilicagaNews.com. Don't forget to watch our video podcast weekly on the SilicagaNews.com, Mix 106.5 and Kix 100.3 Facebook pages. Listen on air and find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Be sure to give us a five-star rating and share with your friends. To contribute stories, suggest future guests, and to report news, email news at silicoganews.com. Thanks for hanging out with us today, but that's going to do it for this episode. I'm Hannah Hammonds, and see you next week. <laughs>